Welcome to Season 4 of Manifesting Mari. But wait, Season 3, wasn't that only two episodes? How long are each season? What are episodes? What's even happening? Guys, who even cares? Who's even listening? Barely me. So let's do this show. Hello. Welcome to another one of these with another one of me. Hi. Um, I'm, I'm manifesting Mari. I'm Mari and I am manifesting <sighs> Mari, whoever she is, we're, I'm manifesting her. And, um, yeah, she's, uh, she's an interesting person, isn't she? <laughs> Um, the more and more that I get to know myself as a person, first of all, I'm like, I I think, I think I'm actually pretty cool. Like, not cool in the sense of like, oh my God, I'm like a trend setter or any, like, I think I'm just like a, like, if I like, I want to get to know me more. Like, (laughs) I think I'm an interesting person. Um... I think I do interesting things, and I do, I, I think, I, I am, I do interesting things, I, I don't know why, I just do, like, I'm a, a pole dancing comedian, intuitive channeler who reads tarot cards and helps guide people toward their healing, like, what? what (laughs) you know um and and that's in this iteration of myself um in past iterations of myself I I uh my sense of self was very different um and it's fun to allow this to change and allow it to grow and allow myself to view myself differently because I think some sometimes you just get stuck um, in, like, the habitual patterns of the way you look at yourself and talk about yourself and view yourself. And, um, you know, what really helps is st- kind of stepping outside of yourself, right? Um, so what's inspiring this podcast, this episode today is, um, around uh, almost two years ago now when I, I ended my engagement, um, I went to Barnes and Noble, like the day I was breaking up with my partner at the time, I went to Barnes and Noble, oh, she be sorry, (laughs) excuse me, I went to Barnes and Noble, and I saw this book called Codependent No More by Melody Beattie. And um, I, I feel like I've heard about the book before, but it definitely spoke to me because I did realize the ways I, myself, and also my partner, we were very codependent on this relationship that we had together. And... 
or in the relationship we had together. And I also realized the ways that I was just raised on codependency and um, in a family that didn't realize they had um, certain, in a way, addictions. Like, my parents weren't drug users. My parents weren't, um, you know, they didn't drink. They didn't, like, abuse any substances. We, like, abused each other's love and patience for each other. And, you know, um, I also, you know, what I'm working through right now is is realizing the ways I was abused as a child, you know, because it's part of the cycle because my parents were abused as children as well. And, um, you know, I think that there's this addiction to this abuse in a way because it gives some kind of power, right? I feel like for so many years, child abuse has been like, oh, well, that's me disciplining my child. And some people are like, oh, yeah, I hit my child, but, like, I don't go as far as X, Y, Z. That's actual abuse. And it's like, fuck you. You you hit your child. Your child. A child. A child. In order to force them into doing something or neither in order to, quote-unquote, teach them a lesson corporal punishment like what the fuck like it's wild that that's still normal to this day like (laughs) now I'm just depressed (laughs) I just I made myself really depressed because it's just it really is depressing um Okay, so I picked up a book called Codependent No More by Melody Beattie. Is that her name? Yes. And, um, you know, it kind of helped me to see the ways that I was, like, like, I'm like this masochistic martyr. (laughs) And it's like, I will just keep swallowing down and swallowing down and swallowing down the things that are bothering me and the things that, um, you know, I feel like I can't speak up because I don't want to make the other person angry, right? That's my biggest thing. Or I don't want them to leave me. Like, I was so afraid for, like, my partners to leave me for me not to have... A relationship but then like at the end of the day it's like oh like I'm in a relationship that doesn't make me happy like I need to say something about it I need to do something about this I can't be in this relationship like this anymore and um you know I I think my codependency has really defined what I thought relationships were in the sense that I thought there were always had to be this like, okay, I give something to you, you give something to me kind of thing in a way. Like there was also this level of like undeserving where 
if somebody gave me the same love I was giving them, I would think I didn't deserve it. Saying it out loud is absolutely ridiculous now. Like, of course I deserve the same love that I give other people. Like, fucking duh. (laughs) Right? But at one point in my life, I just did not... I did not value myself. And honestly, at this point in my life, I'm still working on that. I'm still working on figuring out what my value is. Like, I finally just just got down to the idea that I am valued. I am a valuable person. I am. I have good values. Like, in any sense of that term. Um... So yeah, uh, the book Codependent No More, I strongly suggest it, especially if you have realized, like, I don't know, I picked up the book and it just really resonated with me. I don't know how else to really get into it, but I just, it really made me look at the way I approached all the relationships in my life, like romantic, my, my family relationships, my friends, like, it really helped me look at that. Um, so she also has another book called The Language of Letting Go. <sighs> and it's basically kind of like a, like, the, it has, like, daily, like, passages and these meditations that you read every day for you to think of, and for the past few weeks, um, I've been journaling about, you know, each meditation, and, um, and, like, doing, like, uh, a tarot card pull, and then I, today, I was, like, I'm very tired to write, (laughs) the energy to write is just, like, oh, the worst thing, I don't have a pen that I like. You know, you know when you write and you want like a good pen. Like I don't have that right now. And I just didn't want to feel the way the pen felt on the paper. If you get it, you get it. If you don't get it, then it's fine. Um But yeah, so so today um it is May 16th, 2022. Um the 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 meditation passage is about self love and um you know self love is like the biggest kind of um project that i've been working on for a while now a, a pretty long time probably like 6 years it doesn't seem like a lot, but in a way, it, it is, like, around the time I was, like, 25, my life, in a way, was starting to fall apart, and, you know, I was really downtrodden and upset about it. And I was talking to my friend. 
about it and she basically told me she's like you know you just need to start loving yourself like I, I realized I was like depending on all these other people to love me when I, I didn't really love myself um, and I did this wonderful thing where in my head I said that makes sense I should love myself I do love myself but like deep inside like I didn't feel or believe it like in my body I didn't feel safe enough to love myself and I've been trying to unlock this for years doing you know go going into this more spiritual realm and going more into my the emotional realm and taking myself out of the the knowing in my head and putting myself in the knowing of my heart and in my body right because your brain, like, is a very obviously great tool, but you get stuck in there sometimes. Sometimes you get stuck in your head and you think you can fix everything with your head when, I don't know, I don't think you can. I think sometimes you need other parts of your body to fix things. Like, you need your heart. You need your arms. <laughs> you need your legs, right? If we just stay in our heads, then we get trapped in our own prison, right? At one point, we have to take that energy and send it to other parts of our bodies so we can create some kind of alchemization or change in our lives, right? Like, in a way, it does all start with your thoughts, right? But then you have to, like, allow that energy to move. <sighs> So, self-love is a really interesting thing. Um, if you follow human design, I'm a projector. I honestly don't know much. I know, like, probably 3% of any kind of information and intelligence that needs to be known about human design. <laughs> um... But I'm uh, what's known as a projector, right? And my power is that I'm able to kind of reflect. Like, I'm like a mirror. Like, my, like I'm a mirror to other people and other people are mirrors to me. Like, I see the world through other people. No, that's not what I'm saying. In a way, I am going back. Um, basically, when I meet somebody, like, it's really easy for me to, like, like, pinpoint the best thing about them and, like, bring that out because there's something about them that does want to come out, right? And then the more I get to know somebody, um, there are other parts of themselves that also want to be seen and witnessed and, um... I 
um, I do have a habit of bringing that out too. Like I'll talk to somebody and I'll say something like yesterday I was at work and I said something to one of, uh, to the pastry chef. I don't know what it was. I just, it was just this thing. I was like, oh, I feel like I need to tell you this. It was just like a really kind of like supportive message. I was like, you know, if you're going through a thing today, just like give the rage to Kali, like the goddess Kali. She just wants your rage. So just if you're feeling frustrated today, just give it to her. Just scream, Kali, take my rage. And she started crying. And and then we started laughing because her hands are like covered in egg. <laughs> so I had to get a tissue and like dab her eyes for her. We're cracking up. But, um, yeah, I, I, I have this thing where I bring this out in people and I realize that, and, you know, sometimes it goes wrong where I bring out anger in people. Um, and I don't know if that's wrong, right? It's not that it goes wrong. That's not the words I should be using or I want those. Those aren't the words that I want to be using. What I want to say is that sometimes anger comes up too. And honestly, I'm working on my relationship with anger right now. Trying to have a dialogue with the, hey, anger, thanks for showing up. What what do you have to say? What what has to be seen right now, you know? And um, so as a projector um, and being right, I don't know what came first, me being a projector or I, if I was a impact by my environment I think it's also the person that I am um I just like you know I just defined myself by the way other people saw me and it was really hard not to and you know those were habits that I was trying to get out of especially around like late high school like I don't know I'd say maybe by around middle school I started to really question and challenge but you know it was still in me these habits of like I still couldn't clearly see myself like my perception of myself was only through other people so the way I loved myself was through loving other people and allowing them to love me but because I didn't love myself I felt I still felt this emptiness and, you know, there's this emptiness that does come up and I'm like trying to explore it. And it does, you know, I'm, 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 I, I, I'm giving so much love and patience and compassion to this part of myself because it's, it's really hard. I don't like, I, I, you know, there's, um. I've been really struggling with not being enough and not feeling deserving. And it's like the more I, I go about my life and live it and have fun and live my life with joy and love. I just, I see the ways I'm, I'm more than enough and I see the ways that I'm so deserving of, of, of the life that I want for myself and... You know, this this void is, is there, and I'm not sure if I need to fill it or if I need to love it for being there, you know? But, um, I do, I do, I'm grateful that it's there, that it comes up, and it reminds me to look at the ways that I am so 
blessed. I'm very lucky. I know that. I understand the privilege that I have in this life. I do. I understand it. And, and you know, I'm taught to feel guilty about this privilege. Um, you know, growing up, it's like, oh, well, we didn't have this and that. And da, 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 da. You should be grateful. And it's like, whoa, calm down. Like, I am. Like, very grateful. Obviously, but it's like, you know, there's just this, like, weird thing about, like, my wound was bigger than yours, so you need to make me, you know? And it's like, I just, I want to be able to use my privilege to give other people more privilege, you know? I don't know how to do that well yet, and I'm working on it, right? That's my biggest thing, like, <clears throat> we're all just working on it. There's, like, my teacher said, there's always homework, right? And, um, I love this work. I love it. It's amazing. It's wonderful. And I realize the more that I just choose to be myself and the more that I just choose to love myself, the better my life gets, you know? And... It, it challenges me to be very present and look around and and assess my life and notice the things that aren't aren't are, are going away that isn't building toward the life that I truly do want for myself right You know, and I feel like part of loving yourself is realizing the times, recognizing the times, like, where you, you don't like yourself, you know. Um, the meditation today in the book is, it says, today I will love myself. If I get caught in the old pattern of not liking myself, I will find a way to get out, right? So this isn't about oh, I'm just going to love myself. That's not a core truth. That's not a truth, right? If you don't love yourself, you need to admit that you don't. And I, you know, I'm... I, I, I don't like the whole, you need to love yourself because, like, I don't know how. <laughs> if I did, I would, of course, I would love to love myself. Um, you know, I, I would approach that differently, you know, if I could go back and tell the younger version of me, I wouldn't say you need to love yourself because then it feels bad. It makes me feel bad that I'm not. It makes me feel like I'm lacking when I'm not like that. I'm, I'm, I'm like a problem, right? But that's not the case. It's like, even though you're not feeling love for yourself. You are still loved. And I support you in your journey to finding how you can love yourself better. Mm, that felt so good. That feels so good. I remember someone 
at one of my retreats came up to me and he said, how much do you love yourself on a scale from one to 10? And I said, I love myself from a scale from one to 10. Some days I really don't. Some days I look at myself and I'm like, what are you even doing? What's happening? Sometimes I'm just so disappointed in myself. And sometimes I'm just dragging myself through the mud because that's what I'm used to doing, right? That's where I've been before. But now I have better tools to get my way out, right? It's like, I see you struggling. I see you. I feel it. And I know you're trying so hard to be better. And I am so proud of the work that you're doing to try to, to heal yourself and show up better for yourself and show up better for the people you love. <laughs> Yeah, I've, you know, I have a hard time with loving myself sometimes, and, and that's okay, right? Like, I want to love the part of me that doesn't love the parts of me, <laughs> right? I think that's, like, the ultimate form of love. The ultimate form of self-love, I think, isn't trying to make these parts of you go away, it's giving love and compassion to the things that need it so they could heal and soothe themselves and they'll change on their own. All you have to do is love it. It'll change. It'll grow. You'll grow. These parts of you will grow on their own. You know, I always used to think I need to force my way into a thing. It's all because of money, right? Like, a lot of it was like, oh, I need to, you know, put myself in this kind of role as a teacher, as a, this, as a student, as a whatever, in order for me to, like, get a degree and make money. And then it's like, well, that doesn't make me happy. And then, like, I've been trying, like, you know, and then it's like getting a job just to pay rent. And it's like my whole life is revolved around money and it hurts so much to be in environments where money is more important than you being a human being. It hurts me so much now. Like, I I used to be so numb to it, but now it hurts. It's painful. And, and now it's created this weird relationship that I have with money where, like, like, I don't think the money is the bad guy, <laughs> you know? I think it's being abused and instrumentalized just the way we all are. And I feel like there is a part of money that wants to be. Is like, can someone please use me for good? <laughs> like, can somebody please, like, put me towards something positive? <laughs> like, please. And, like, I want to attract... Like, you know, I saw this thing where it's like, I, I want, I want pockets big enough so I could bless other people. That's really what I want. I don't want to accumulate wealth. 
in in money, right? I want to I do want to be able to live comfortably and live, you know, I I'm tired of living paycheck to paycheck. It's like really hard. Um, but I know that's a reality, not only just for myself, but for other people, you know, and I know there's a way to get out. There are ways, right? And, and my, my old partner would, he wasn't even my partner. Would I be able to say that? I don't know the person who I used to see, you know, he had a very easy and simple solution, which was just get a job, which, yeah, I didn't. I had a job, I, you know, and... Right, this is crazy, and I'm going to say this out loud. But, like, even when I wasn't living paycheck to paycheck, it's like, I'm still not, I'm not even happy here. Right, like the money isn't healing anything, the money isn't fixing anything. And it's like, I don't even need money to bless other people. But it does help, (laughs) right? It helps. You know, I do want to give blessings, I do bless other people. I bless you, I hope I give you so many blessings. And I give blessing, you know what? I really want to give a blessing. To those of you who are struggling or trying to find ways to love yourself, right? I've always said that I started loving myself by 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 treating myself the way I treated my friends. Because I loved my friends more than I loved myself. And then I found myself in a relationship, right, with somebody. And I realized I was loving them and creating more space for them than I was for myself. <clears throat> You know, and the more people I lose from my life, there's just space that I'm like, well, I'm going to fill that up with, with me. And it's okay for me to take up the space, especially with myself. I deserve to love myself. I deserve love. And I do love myself. And I love the parts of me that find it hard for me to love myself too. <laughs> I'm I'm very grateful to be where I am right now. I'm very scared to be where I am right now. Um, You know, there's this... I, I, I believe I'm limitless, and that's scary. It's scary when your whole life, you've based yourself and your actions upon what was best for other people. Putting yourself first, I think, is a very scary thing when you're not used to it. And loving yourself is a very scary thing when you're not used to it. But, um, it's, it's a practice, right? When you practice, 
practice, practice loving yourself. It's practice, practice. My, I always say my practice is practicing the practice. Um, so practice the practice of loving yourself, you know, cause you'll just keep getting better. Um, I've now I have to talk about money stuff. Okay. This is where I get really uncomfortable. Honestly, I am because like I've, I've, I, I, I'm used to not asking for money, but I understand the money is a, is the necessary part of this energy exchange we're making. So here it is. Okay. I have restructured for the 25th time in my young life, um, my offerings. I am offering, first of all, regular tarot readings, um, I'm offering another round of the Shine and Thrive program. It's a 12-week program to shine light on your dark spots so you could embody them and thrive in your everyday life. Um, that's starting in June, so enrollment is starting now. Reach out to me about it. Um, what else? What else am I saying? Shine and Thrive. Um... I'm also doing something called a reflective reading. So basically, um, I'll use my powers as a projector to um, channel and embody um, the the parts of your emotions that you may be having a difficult time connecting with. And... Um, I will channel that so you could start having a dialogue with these parts of yourself, right? That's what really helped me starting to have a dialogue with the parts of myself that were cringe and, and actually talking and listening. Um, so that's a really cool thing that I'm doing. Reflective readings. Um, and then the last thing I'm, I, I'm, I'm offering, and it's inspired by my teacher, so I'm not the first person to do this. He, I'm pretty sure he he can coin it at this point, whatever. Okay, um, it's called free empathy. It's a free. It's free. It's a service that I will sit with you and talk with you, and we'll just be two humans talking. That's it. Just two humans talking. And I will be there to hold space for you, to listen. If you want me to say a thing, I'll say a thing. But I will just be there to, to hear you with an open heart and listen to you with my whole body and be present. Because you deserve that time. Everyone deserves that time. And I don't want to charge for that because I think this is just a, a thing that should be happening and it's not. So I'm offering free empathy. This is also really great for my friends who I haven't talked to in a long time. If they want to schedule time to talk with me. Because my life is getting busier and busier. <laughs> so please my schedule an appointment that I love to talk and hear about your life. And I feel... You know, there are lots of times where, you know, you tell yourself, oh, I'm such a bad friend. I'm not showing up for my friends. And it's like, you're not. You're just a human being. And your friends who love you so much understand that you're, you're busy. You get busy and that's okay. 
right? It's okay, you know? The more we're compassionate with ourselves, the more we're able to slow down. And and that's love, right? Compassion. That's giving love to yourself. And you deserve that. You deserve to have compassion for yourself. So yeah, so those are the things I'm offering now. Um, Follow me on manifesting underscore Mari at IG. Um... Manifesting weight loss has dropped off because I've been depressed and that's okay. Um, I also do have another page called Manifesting Pizza because <laughs> I love pizza. Um, so I think that's it. Um, thank you for listening. I'm, I'm very grateful that you take your time to listen to the. I hope it helps in some way, shape, or form. Um, because we all have been through some shit in our lives and we all deserve to heal from it. We all deserve to grow from it. And you are somebody who is worth love and you are worth this growth. You're worth it. You're worth this kind of work and attention. Okay, I'm going to go now. I love you all very much from the deepest, dankest, darkest bowels of my soul. I love you. Okay, bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Manifesting Mari. Follow me on Instagram at manifesting underscore Mari. And follow my weight loss journey on Instagram at manifesting underscore weight loss.